You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, from BetQL. It's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented. And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. And we are off hour three of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Coming up in our final hour, we are talking week 12 in the National Football League and what we saw over the weekend at 820. We will delve into tonight's Monday Night Football game in Minneapolis with the Bears and Vikings clashing in the NFC North. And thankfully for this guy, the betting slate has been wiped clean. Best bets and the donkster headed your way at 845. Chelsea, you know how it goes when... You look on social media. BetQL does this all the time. They do a great job where they'll take part of a prediction or part of an article and break it out and put a quote graphic up on Twitter. <laughs> and I <laughs> I just saw The Athletic do one of these, and I like The Athletic, but I was like, guys, come on. This is an excerpt. This is about the Broncos and their five-game winning streak. They're doing incredible And the quote from this article to get you to click onto this article is an excerpt from The Athletic. Denver plays its next three games on the road beginning Sunday against the Texans. Okay. Awesome. What a deep dive. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate that. There's a little more to that than, hey, here's their schedule coming up. That reminds me of when I was was anchoring NBC Sports Washington years ago. And we were giving analysis. And so we were talking about the Redskins at the time. And they were in the middle of this this stretch where they weren't playing well, but they had some potential, which is what they do each and every single season. So we're sitting there bantering back and forth, or supposed to be, about what was going to happen. And so I give some sort of 30, 40-second analysis. (laughs) And my co-anchor just zoned out and goes, yeah. They got to stay with it. <laughs> and that was it. Like, oh, okay. Well, we'll put that in our quote. These guys need to stay with it. So I, for like two weeks, I would have people come up to me. I would say something, and they would look at me and pause and go, just stay with it, man. I'd be like, oh, God, you guys are killing me with this. But we've all been there. Just uh, When I see something very basic like that, it just makes me laugh. I'm like, come on, you can be a little deeper than that. Yeah, that story went in a direction I wasn't expecting because I thought you were going to talk about, oh, it's clickbait. This wasn't even true. 
But their quote was literally that the Broncos have three road games coming up. Who's writing their headlines? Magic Johnson? (laughs) Well, that's my thing. I'm sure it's a fine article, but I'm like, if this is a deep dive on a five-game winning streak with Sean Payton as your head coach, Russell Wilson, there's a billion things you could probably pick out of that article. You're like, Denver plays in its next three on the road. Great. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait to go deep <laughs> into the weeds with that. But we've all been there. I've, I've had that's happened to me before. It's happened to me on this show. Generally, when, you know, you're talking about something and I zone out and then I come back and I repeat something you just said. I know I've done that numerous times. But that's not an article like they had plenty that's of time true. to think of a graphic here. They had to type true. it. They had to push send. They had to get it past an editor. It is way different than flying by the seat of your pants on live radio True. and having to think of something. But we all know analysts like this. And of course, Magic Johnson is the one that I always think of because he's always pointing out the obvious and saying, man, what a game. And then he just mentions the score of the game. Like none of us have the internet. Him or Booger McFarland, like he's the other one that always loves to point out the obvious. It says, well, if they want to win the football game, they've got to score more points. It's like, mm-hmm. thanks, Booger. Thanks for that groundbreaking analysis. I'm just so glad the Booger Mobile doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Remember that thing? Oh, my God. He would just sit there in his large lounge on that whatever that was, that piece of equipment, and it would block people's views from the stands. And it was, it was such a gimmick because there was nothing to it. There was no added perspective. That was a pure gimmick. It was a gimmick in its purest form where let's put Booger on a hydraulic lift at the game and we'll call it the Booger Mobile. It's like, okay, and what else? That's it. It's the <laughs> Booger Mobile. Done. End. I don't think right people would have been so mad if it wasn't blocking the view for people who yeah. probably paid a pretty penny for those seats. Like if they would have done it a little lower, like people probably wouldn't have cared. I'm like, oh, there's the booger mobile. Uh, speaking of lifts, did you see what Ludacris did over the weekend? Did you I see did. him suspended in the air at the Georgia Dome? Or I guess it's not the Georgia Dome anymore. What is it? Mercedes Benz Stadium? Mercedes-Benz. Or is that New Orleans? Yeah. No, that's yeah, you got it right. But that was wild. Blast from the past. Oh, Ludicrous. Yeah. And he'll always be beloved in the ATL. That was great. Had the big mm-hmm. fro going. All of a sudden you look up. How much fun would that be at a football game where you look up and you see, oh my God, it's ludicrous. Speaking of halftime shows, what did you think of the halftime shows on Thanksgiving? Because people were crushing Jack Harlow as they should have been. And Dolly was amazing. Dolly's a goat. Unless you liked it, what did you? Or unless you love Jack Harlow, maybe I'm wrong here. What did you think? Okay, first of all, we've got to be- talk about Dolly Parton wearing that. <laughs> like, good god! Like, if love you it. got it, you go, girl. But I was really shocked at that. Like, when you're watching with like your family, you're like, "Whoa, there she is, Dolly!" And you're like, "Hey, mom, aren't you the same age as Dolly Parton? Do you see what she's wearing?" And you could tell my mom was like a little like flustered. She's like, yeah, I could wear that if I wanted to. She's got on a lot of tights and a lot of spanks. I'm like, shut up, mom. Dolly Parton, just say she looks great. Uh, but we were trying to decide if she was actually singing or not. Because I know it can be really challenging 
at halftime shows because there are a lot of mm -hmm. things that are different. You've got to wear like the earpiece so you can't hear like the music sure. and the echoes different. Because when you're watching like the Thanksgiving Day parade, all of them were lip syncing and it was really bad. But I get it. Uh, on a parade, it's difficult too. Did you think she was singing? I thought maybe. But here's the thing. Here's why I don't care. The reason why I don't care is A, Dolly can absolutely sing. She's 77. Mm -hmm. She's one of the greatest artists of all time, country music or otherwise. So we know she has an incredible voice. So if she if she was lip syncing just to put on a show, I don't care. Like, I already know you can sing. And I, I'd love it if you could sing. But also, she's 77 years old. There's a ton of things going on. I'm more interested in the actual show. Jack Harlow was really rapping or spitting or whatever. That was, I don't know what that was. It was, hey, let's throw down a large paint tarp and then Jack Harlow can come out of an igloo and then he'll rap. It won't be great. And then he'll shout out Louisville in Motown. I, I, I don't know. The production <laughs> value there was bizarre. It was so, and I don't necessarily dislike Jack Harlow, but if you look at the production value, like look at the, it's about the show, right? So right. look at the show that you got at halftime in the Lions game and look at the show that you got at halftime of the Cowboys game. It wasn't close. Well, we knew that the Cowboys were going to do a big. And I didn't know that it was going to be Dolly Parton yeah. in a Cowboys cheerleader outfit big, but it was big. Um, but yeah, it was a bad weekend across the board for Louisville. Uh, they did me wrong. I didn't expect them to lose outright to Kentucky. But sometimes I think this is the case with live shows where it's just a rapper or if it's just a pop singer that doesn't really dance. Yeah. Because how much can you really portray at a live show? You know, like if you're just mm -hmm. rapping and you're just standing there rapping... Like, sometimes there are rappers who are great rappers, but not necessarily great performers. Do you get what I'm saying? So sometimes yes. if it's not a band that has, like, instruments or something that has, like, an added aspect on a, a live component of it, like, yeah. it falls flat. And I feel like that was the case for Jack Harlow. Yeah, I'm sure it would be much better if he were on stage and there were lights and there were, whatever, dancers, electron, anything. But when you're just standing there and at the end you're like, my name is Jack Harlow. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm an Aries. I'm vegan. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know what oh, this is. I feel like you're just cool. in your garage right now. Cool. Awesome, Jack. Great job, buddy. Where's Dolly? So that was that was very interesting to see. What was also interesting is what we saw over the past weekend in the NFL. Week 12 of the NFL season. And Chelsea, we have to talk about for a second the Philadelphia Eagles. Unbelievable. Once again, this is the eighth straight win by Jalen Hurts and the Eagles when trailing by 10 or more points. He accounted for five total touchdowns yesterday. And they got, I don't want to say lucky, but everything kind of went the right way. Jalen willed them back into this game. And then Jake Elliott hit a 59-yard field goal in regulation to send this game to overtime. But what a win for the Eagles, who now improve to 10-1, and winning over the Bills 37-34 in overtime. And as great as this was for Philly, this could have been maybe a way for Buffalo to squeeze its way back into the conversation instead. 
no dice. Jalen Hurts was unbelievable in this game. I think probably solidified himself as the MVP favorite. I think so as well. And it just feels like one yeah. of those years for Philadelphia. Because even if you're not dominating in some of these wins, you're still proving that your team knows how to win and knows how to get it done. And even the worst conditions, because this was an ugly game in more ways than one. Uh, not only mm -hmm. did it go to overtime, it was pouring rain. So I think that's where it can uh, really help you when you have a quarterback that has rushing ability. Because for a while, it looked like the Bills they were really taking advantage of that fact. Uh, because Josh, Josh Allen was running all over uh, the Eagles' defense. They had to settle for a field goal. And then it was the Eagles that called game on Jalen Hurts' walk-off winner. I don't have the stat in front of me, but it feels like the Bills have just been terrible in these close games. What are they, 0-5 yeah. in their last five overtime games? Oof. What does that say about the Bills? Are they simply unlucky, or is this something that you need to examine further about this Bills team? My honest answer is, I don't know. Like, I don't know what, what is going on in Buffalo. It's like Jack Harlow at the halftime show. Good in theory, but not very good in practice. And that's kind of how I feel about the Bills, because you look at them and you say, all right, you are dominating teams at times. You have all of the talent. We know that you have a franchise quarterback. You were leading in this game. You had control of this mm -hmm. game, and then all of a sudden, it's your time to go out and perform and get it done in the clutch, and you just falter. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I know they've been banged up on defense, but I honestly, I honestly cannot put a finger on what's going on with the Bills. Now, there's no shame in losing at the link in front of a rabid crowd against the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. Eagles are arguably the best team in football, but their inability to put away teams like the Eagles or other teams in this spot has been really frustrating, I'm sure, for Buffalo fans. I think so. It's got to be really frustrating to come that close to up in some of the best teams in football. Because I think moving forward, maybe there's a chance to buy low on the, the Bills. Like, I thought that going into this game, but the line was only two and a half. So maybe we will start getting, you know, three points for the Bills against some of these good teams because the schedule is not getting easier for the Buffalo mm -hmm. Bills. So I do think from a betting standpoint, the Bills are a team that can hang with the best of the NFL, like we saw it in that Eagles game. So maybe if they're getting some points against some of these best teams, that's when you play them. Maybe not when they're favorites because we have seen them lose outright as big favorites to some of these teams that they should not be losing to. But situationally speaking, do you think mm -hmm. moving forward, maybe we will be able to buy low on this Bills team? Maybe. There's still the, – the key for the Bills is they got to stay motivated. And obviously they're pros, but at the same time, when you have such high expectations for your season and you're sitting at 6-6, six and six, then – you have to wonder, do these guys start to doubt themselves a little bit? Is the effort still there? I I think it will be. But I, to your point, yeah, the, the Bills are so much better than a 500 football team. So moving forward, definitely take a look at Buffalo. The value is there. The talent is there. It's just a matter of if there's the right matchup, I think you go in on the Bills. I think it's a good point. Right. And then moving forward for the Eagles, I'm not sure if I want to trust them as big favorites. Um, we'll yeah. see. But as far as the postseason goes, I think these are good learning experiences 
to win in games that are very close. Because I think the true mark of a champion is being able to win when you don't have your best stuff across all sports. You know, when a starting pitcher mm -hmm. doesn't have his best stuff as far as his curveball, whatever, if it's not working, he still finds ways to win. And I think you can say that about Jalen Hurts. His ability to get it together, even when he's not off to a hot start, even when his stuff doesn't appear to be there, he is somebody who just wins. Yeah, that performance yesterday was, if he wins the MVP, you'll look back and say, that's the game in which he solidified himself as the winner. What a performance. Coming up next, primetime unders have been the trend, but has Vegas finally caught up? We're going to preview the Bears and Vikings tonight in Minneapolis. That is next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Start that. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM, with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. It is the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by Bet MGM. Good morning. Woo, that's close. Had to rush back into the studio here because our bathroom is located on the 85th floor of this <laughs> three-four building. It's not easy to get to. Coming up shortly. You know what we're going to do. We're going to get you ready for tonight's Monday night football matchup as Justin Fields tries to prove he belongs with the Bears. Chicago and Minnesota in Minneapolis is on the way. Chelsea, I did something on Thanksgiving I've never done before. So the lovely Catherine and I went around the corner and we had a lovely dinner together. And then when it was over, we got some friends of ours who live in Capitol Hill and they said, hey, come over. We had Thanksgiving dinner, our friends Chris and Jen, their friends Lauren and Phil. Lauren is Jen's sister. Friend Carlos, who is a bartender here right in D.C. So a bunch of us got together at Chris and Jen's, and we're sitting around, we're watching football, we're having drinks. It was an awesome time. And then I go to the bathroom, I come out, and I hear, Jenkins, it's your turn. I'm like, what? Yeah, 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 we're all, we're all chugging beers with an, with an egg in it. I was like, what? This is like a Midwestern thing? Has anyone ever heard of this? I walk into the kitchen. Someone is on FaceTime. I don't know who these people are. I guess they were relatives, and they're all watching us. So I, I walk into the kitchen. There's a beer in front of me, and my friend Chris is next to me, and he goes, all right, here you go. You got to chug it. He cracks an egg, drops the egg in the beer, I've got people on FaceTime just cheering, and I did it. And I got to tell you, it was gross. It was, it was gross. I've never heard of this before. Some guy in the back yelling, yeah, you got your protein. I'm like, I guess. I do not want to do that again, but I'll tell you something. I, I've been around for a long time. That's something I've never experienced, and I got to get that thought out of my mind because the beer was not the tough part. But seeing that egg right at the end of the cup and being like, oh, God, that was not great. So was it a hard-boiled egg? Was it a pickled egg? I don't understand how no. you can chug an egg. This seems very you just difficult. just crack it. Drop it in. 
You crack it and try, just a raw egg. Oh, okay. So it's a cracked egg. It's not like yeah. I was imagining those eggs that you see at like the gas oh, no, station no, 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 no. that are in like the red. No, juice. no, no, no. No, no, no. They just crack it, drop it in, and then you go. And ooh. <sighs> mixed I mean, with beer. Like I said, I I mean you couldn't taste it because you know it's surrounded by beer. It's the it's the feeling of ugh, this is going right down my throat. It wasn't good. Yeah, this is like when you watch people who chug the goldfish. Like, have you ever seen yes. these videos where people swallow goldfish whole? Like, what are you yes. even doing? Like, I why are you doing this just for the story? I have never heard of this. This has to be maybe a Midwestern thing, even though both it of my parents are from Kansas. I've never heard of it, but it sounds absolutely disgusting and not like something yes. I would like to partake in. It has to be a tradition because everyone did it but me. I was the lone holdout. And then, again, I'm talking to people on FaceTime, and I forget who they were because they wanted to see everybody do it. I don't know. It was fine. Oh, I just Ugh. I just won't do it again. That just goes to show Especially once again. Especially if you're already it, full with, like, yes. Thanksgiving food. Oh. I did a good job on Thanksgiving. I'm not stuffing myself to the gills i did a good job of sort of staying right there in the good range but i don't think i want to do that again that's again that's peer pressure you ask me to do it i'll be like yeah sure jenkins we're gonna go rob a bank there's a convenience store down here we're gonna get, grab some cash i'll be like all right let's do it let's try this <laughs> beer with an egg in it and let's go down there and see what happens Whew. yeah that's over all right chelsea let's digest a little monday night football shall we Bears at the Vikings tonight. Vikings laying three points. Vikings minus 150 on the money line at BetMGM. The Bears are plus 125. Total set at 44. Spread has come down from Vikings laying three and a half. So what do you think is going to happen in this bad boy? I have no idea. But by the book, I think the Bears have to be the side here. Because I think the question you need to ask yourself off the top is, Okay, the Josh Dobbs story has been nice, but now do you want to play Josh Dobbs as a field goal favorite here? I think that's the real question because I'm fine with, yeah. you know, saying Josh Dobbs has been a great story. This is a decent Minnesota team. Maybe if they're getting points, but as favorites, I think not. Uh, so I'd be on the Bears here just simply by the book because Minnesota, they have been on a terror against the spread, but in all of those games, They've been getting points. So now that they're laying points, I don't think it's a team I want to trust as a favorite. So I'd be on the Bears getting three here. Yeah, that's what I'm on. It was one of my pick six plays on, well, not on Friday, but my Friday last week before we were off for Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving holiday. I got the Bears at plus three and a half. They're fine at three. I think the Bears do have a chance to win this game outright. I'm just not necessarily sold on Joshua Dobbs as the Vikings quarterback, at least not as a favorite. So, and I, mm -hmm. I know you touched on this as well. He is a great underdog story, and he is still learning the offense, and he has been much better than we anticipated. But at the same time, he has been a journeyman for a reason, right? And as a favorite, then I get a little dicey thinking about the Vikings here. I like the Bears. I think their defense has shown not a ton of improvement, but a little bit of improvement, enough of improvement over the past few weeks, particularly after trading for Montez Sweat. And Justin Fields is playing for his job. 
We've talked about this before. This is a guy who needs to keep performing well because at some point, the Bears will make a decision. We're going to build around you, and you're going to be our future, or you're not. The Justin Fields experiment is over, and that decision will be made this season. So it's time for him to come out and perform, and I think he can against a Vikings defense that does have some holes in it. So I do expect one of those classic, close NFC North battles, and these aren't two great teams anyway, but I do like the Bears here getting the points. I think that handicap also kind of dovetails into what you would expect from Justin Fields in his rushing prop tonight. And I went mm -hmm. back and forth on this one because I do think if your job's on the line, if it's a primetime game and somebody who we know has upside when it comes to running the football, uh, maybe you look at his over on his rushing yardage. But it's in the 50s. It feels kind of high. He did not get this number last year against the Vikings. So I'm kind of torn here. Do we think Justin Fields uses his legs tonight? Or do you think that he can? It's just a really high number. And maybe this is a stay away. You know what? I do like this. I, I like this a lot. Even though I'm not playing it, I, I need to look into it more. That, that's part of the problem in getting ready for a show like this is that love the show, but you can't look into each and every single vet. You just don't have the time, right? But I will say this. Mm -hmm. First of all, we know he's going to use his legs. Secondly, the Vikings do a very good job. One thing they do do well on defense is pressuring the quarterback. So you have to think if you're in a situation where – Justin Fields is under pressure, he's going to take off, and he will be under pressure. So if you're talking about a guy who has a propensity to sort of rush out of the pocket under pressure anyway, and we know Minnesota will put that pressure on, I think that's another factor into your handicap. Yeah, I like it. I think I would only take the over. Like, I'm not hitting the under there, but it's right. kind of a high number sitting at 52 and a half. It's gone up. I think it was 51 yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it's a no play from me, but I do think that Justin Fields uses that as just another tool in his tool chest. Let's look at the total here because primetime unders have really been the, the play for the course of the season. Now you're looking at a Bears team and a Vikings team that we have one backup quarterback and another quarterback who is not really known as a pocket passer or somebody who mm -hmm. can get down the field pretty quickly and not chew up a bunch of clock uh, by running the football. So it's a low total at 44 over a bet MGM. Are we looking at another primetime under here? I think so. I like the under better than I do taking a side here. And first mm -hmm. of all, the trends are just insane how in the world unders are 12 and one this season on monday night football that's unbelievable also the under is seven and two in the vikings last nine games overall you've got a bears team as we know that has struggled anyway on offense you've got a vikings offense led by their backup quarterback they met earlier this season the vikings won 19-13 so the under clearly hit in that game. The way I see this going is a close game, a lower scoring game. The trends point in that direction as well. The money is going in that direction. This was at 45 at one point. So I'm going to go under here. We brought this up earlier in the show, but I do think a six-point teaser within the same game is actually worth a look here. Because mm -hmm. if you think the Bears have a chance of winning outright, 
You can put him in a teaser. Get the Bears all the way to plus nine. Do we see the Vikings blowing out somebody with Josh Dobbs as their quarterback? Probably not, even though the Bears have had some really bad levels of play so far this season. And then if you do like the under, maybe giving yourself a little wiggle room and playing it up to 50 and hitting the under there. Although it does worry me a little bit because I know 51 is more of the key number as opposed to 50. Would this be a play that you'd be interested in? Yes, it would. I get nervous teasing totals, and you're mm-hmm. the one who sort of turned me on to that, like be careful when teasing totals. But I, I do think you're right. For me, I, I don't see the Vikings blowing out. I don't see either side blowing out one or the other here. So I think if you're getting 10 points with the Bears in a divisional game, you happily take that. The If you're teasing up the total and then hitting the under, that does make me a little bit nervous. But ultimately, I, I like it. I I'm I'm thinking about maybe placing this bet myself. You're going to talk me into it, maybe. But particularly in a game like this, when everything sort of aligns the way I think it's going to align, no, I don't mind that a bit. All right, so let's take a look at maybe some props. If you don't like a side, if you don't like a total, maybe you can look at the props world. I think my favorite play of the entire night is going to be DJ Moore over his receiving yards, over 60 and a half from minus 115. In games with Justin Fields as his quarterback, he is averaging 96 yards per game. So clearly, he has a major upside in this one. Uh, He's hit this number in three of his last four, and the targets have always been there. He's had at least eight targets in his last four games with Justin Fields as his quarterback. We know that the Bears do not have a ton of depth at wide receiver, but DJ Moore is the guy when it comes to Justin Fields. He is the security blanket and also somebody who has massive upside. If you look at some of these game logs, DJ Moore has games of 230 yards, 131, 104, and just coming off a game where he had 96 receiving yards against the Lions. You look at the Vikings, they're giving up the seventh most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers. I think DJ Moore is the guy, sabotage factor being, you have to rely on Justin Fields to throw it but it's a pretty low number. It's 60 and a half. All right. I got one for you. I'm going with Jordan Addison of the Vikings. That is my one player prop for this game. And I just I have a hard time seeing him not getting this. And also what I like about what I like about betting on a player like this is that, yes, you risk him having a setback. But when you're talking about a young guy with so much potential, I think as the season goes on, he can get better, which means maybe you can find some value on the totals here. His receiving yards total is set at 49 and a half. He has hit this mark in seven of 11 games, including four of his last five. Now, he didn't hit it last week, but also he almost hit it, and they were playing on the road in Denver. Denver is a very, very good defense, so I'm not going to fault him for that. The Bears passing defense, bottom 10 in the NFL. Justin Jefferson, we know, is out. I know Joshua Dobbs will look at TJ Hawkinson, but if he's not going to Hawkinson, he is going to go to Jordan Addison. And by the way, in every single home game this season, Addison has eclipsed this number. I think he does tonight. So I'm going to go over 49 and a half receiving yards. I feel like this should be around 60. I like the value here. Yeah, and if it's not Addison, I think it's going to be TJ Hawkinson, the tight end who's been really good for the Vikings so far this season. In fact, I think he leads the NFL in receiving yards. It's a pretty high number for TJ Hawkinson tonight. 60 and a half, juice to the over at minus 115. 
but he's been getting the targets when it comes to yeah. Josh Dobbs. Uh, he has had uh, five straight games with at least seven targets. He's hit this number in four of his last five games, and he's one of those that have had some monster games, had 134 receiving yards against the Saints, had 88 against Green Bay, and 86 against San Francisco. Looking at the Bears, they're giving up the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends. So I think if you like him to score a touchdown, that's at plus money, plus 145. But if you want to be a little safer, maybe you just hit the receiving yards for over 60 and a half. But I like all these props, but I also like the under, which kind of scares me. <laughs> well, you know, this could be a game play between the 20s. You get some field goals, no touchdowns. Teams slow down in the red zone. Chelsea, am I, I feel like a big card's coming on for you. Can I talk you into it? Five, six bets. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. You like a lot of these. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Coming up next year on the show. Let's start the week off hot and give the people some winners, shall we? Best bets are coming up next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. We are going to wrap up hour three next on this Monday. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. Double D, give me a little something. Daily Tipper back to L. Presented by BetMGM. Michael Jenkins live in D.C. She is Chelsea Messenger live in Nashville, Tennessee. Best bets on the way in mere moments. Chelsea, I got to tell you, when I was at this party on Thanksgiving night, guess who the star of the party was? The Donkster. Who? The Donkster was the star. Oh, no. Oh, man. Let me tell you. So, this guy. So I don't know how this subject came up. Someone brought up the Donkster. And someone's like, do the Donkster voice. I was like, ah, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing that. They're like, no, 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 just do it a few times. I was like, ah, uh, no, I'm going to wait. But a couple drinks later, I decided that I would try to say something funny as the Donkster relating to our party, right? And so once I did that, the floodgates opened. Then Catherine is trying to do the voice. And of course it was terrible which made it even funnier than someone else has tried to do the Donkster. And all the voices are ridiculous in their own way. And so throughout the night for the next like half hour, somebody would do something or something stupid was said in the voice of the Donkster. And there were numerous people playing the Donkster. This guy's a star. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> You've brought your entire friend group into this circle. Oh, man. I'm which I kind of like. Like, can you imagine walking into this room sober and hearing all these drunk people like, blah, 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 I'm the jobster. so ridiculous. Like, this would have been <laughs> so funny to witness because I always go back and forth whether it's really funny to be the only sober person in the room or, like, really terrible. Because yeah. I usually side towards that argument. Say, like, there's nothing worse than being the only sober person in a room for, full of really drunk people because they all think that they're making sense. But they're oh, not. Yeah. 
That's exactly right. But the more we did it, the dumber it got. And then a buddy of mine was, he was frustrated about serving pie. I don't know what was going on. So then I did the Donkster voice and made a joke about him serving pie. And it kind of broke things up, and then everyone was fine. So it was a good time, but I never imagined that this guy would wield some. I wish you could hear the lovely Catherine's voice as the Donkster because it was something. I don't even know how. I can't even recreate it. But it was funny to hear everyone's interpretation. So even though the Donkster wasn't there, and rightfully so, Donkster, he was there in spirit. All right, coming up next on BetQL Daily, you know Jason Lacken for the Odyssey NFL Insider. He will join the crew and get you set for tonight's Monday night football game. If you missed our conversation about the Bears and the Vikings in Minneapolis, you can get in on the action by downloading the pod. Easy to do. Just download and subscribe to the Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to it and find out our favorite bets of the night. Time to place your bets. Chelsea, I see one bet on the card. What in the world is going on here? That's it? I know. I'm waffling. But I also, here's the problem with some of my bets last week, is I'd have one that would be really good, and then the other Mm -hmm. one would be a loser. So it would, you know, cancel each other out. I'm like, well, one and one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have one bet and one bet okay. only. Let's go with DJ Moore over his receiving prop of 60 and a half yards for minus 115 because this is the one that I feel like I can justify the most out of any play in Monday Night Football. If you look at DJ Moore, the receiver for the Bears, his averages with Justin Fields as his quarterback are off the charts. He is averaging 96 receiving yards when Justin Fields is his quarterback. That's in seven games. He has hit this number 60 and a half in three of his last four with some major upside. If you look at his game game log, 230 receiving yards against the Commanders, 131, 104, and 96 receiving yards just last week against the Lions. You're looking at the Vikings defense tonight. They're giving up the seventh most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers. I think he is the guy for Justin Fields. The Bears don't have a ton of depth in their wide receivers. He is the security blanket for Justin Fields. This is a pretty low number for somebody who can really turn in a big performance. So let's go with DJ Moore over 16 and a half receiving yards tonight for minus 115. Chelsea, good luck to you. I will be betting on Monday Night Football, but it's not my best bet. I'm going to the ice. Bruins three-way money line, minus 148 at the Jackets. I see a lot of people taking the Bruins on the puck line. If you want more value, you can get that at a little plus money. Right now I'm seeing minus 105, so that's fair as well. Columbus, oh my God, this is not a good hockey team, okay? The Blue Jackets are going to be completely overmatched. Nice bounce back spot for the Bruins who have lost two straight. They still have one of the best records in all of hockey they are still one of the best defensive teams in all of the league and it doesn't matter who starts in net because Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman are both studs as for the Jackets they've won two straight oh Columbus is one two straight yeah before that they lost nine straight this is a bad defensive squad facing a Boston team that has beat them six straight times that should continue tonight Bruins three-way money line minus 148 against the Jackets Ooh, I got to warm up my arm. It's been a while since I've done the Magic 8-Ball. Let's see if I can still do it. 
Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> All right. Let's try not to tear my UCL up here. All right, 8-Ball, who do we like today? Do we like DJ Moreover's receiving prop of 60 and a half tonight against the Vikings? 8-Ball says most likely. Oh, 8-Ball. Go ahead, Chelsea. All right, and Jinx was talking about hockey. Let's see who he likes. He likes the Bruins three-way money line over the Blue Jackets today, which I was clearly paying attention to. Signs point to yes, says the 8-Ball. All right, that's my dog. That's my dog. He got some dog in him. If you want to check out the 8-Ball, it is easy to do. Just go to twitch.tv slash BetQL. You can also stream every show on the incredible BetQL network. Chelsea, last call. Last call. You got a lean you want to throw in at least? I've got a lean, but it's not official. Would look at TJ okay. Hawkinson tonight over 61 and a half receiving yards. He has had some monster games. He leads the NFL for tight ends receiving yards. Uh, but he's also coming off a rib injury. So he's a little banged up, but still uh. the premier target for Josh Dobbs. I think this play hits, but I'm not willing to put my money on it. Fair enough. I'm going to go for it. Let's do it. I'm not a big player prop person. But I did the research this morning, and I like it quite a bit, so let's do it. Jordan Addison, over 49.5 receiving yards. It's only minus 115. Here's the thing. Jordan Addison will only continue to get better because he's a rookie out of USC before that went to Pitt. You know his story. But he's hit this mark in seven of his last 11 games, including four of his last five. This Bears passing defense is a bottom 10 unit in the National Football League. And if Joshua Dobbs needs a target, it's either Hawkinson or it's Addison. Justin Jefferson, barring some sort of miracle, will not play in this game. And in every home game this season, on the turf, indoors, Jordan Addison has gone over this total, I like it tonight against the Chicago defense. Jordan Addison over 49 and a half receiving yards. Ooh, some player props. We like it. Uh, even though both of us did like a side in a total, we didn't play it. Do like the Bears. Do like the under. But I don't want to be rooting for like a thousand things. I don't either. Plus, I have a short week this week because the little Catherine's mother, Sheila, is celebrating birthday number 70. So we are going to South Carolina Ooh. to party in style with the amazing Sheila. So I always get a little conservative when I know I'm not playing a full week. I digress. Let's find out what the donkster is up to. Who is the star? Not in person, just just in spirit on Thanksgiving evening. All right, donkster. You know what it is. Your BetQL five-star best bet. This guy, there's a mainframe running at a red roof inn in Des Moines, Iowa. The donkster gets these printouts, he interprets them, and then he reads them on the air for you. Download the BetQL app. Donkster, this is your time to shine. What do you got? Good morning. Nobody has asked me about my Thanksgiving. When my dad was done with dinner, he gave me some bones to chew on. It was the best Thanksgiving I've ever had. That's right, Donkster. That's how well you're treated. Your father thought of you and said, take this chicken wing bone, this turkey bone. All right, dogs, to give us some plays. I will. St. Mary's, 
under 134 and a half hosting Utah. Jazz! Plus four hosting the Pelicans. My favorite jazz player is, is, is John Malone. No, oh God, I think he's confusing Carl Malone and John Stockton. Don't listen to this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Let's bring in someone who does know what she's talking about. Of course, I'm talking about Aaron Hawksworth. Aaron, good morning to you. I wonder if he got the wishbone, you know? Good luck for oh. the dongster. Oh, that's a good idea. I forgot <laughs> oh, about that. Oh, I didn't that. even the do that wishbone. this weekend. I didn't either. Aaron, did you do I, it? The I wishbone? Did not. I did not. I did do something crazy, though, and so did Joe Ostrowski. We both did a 72-hour water fast. What is what? that? <laughs> you didn't drink I, water? We only drank water. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, for three for 72 days. hours. How'd it yeah. go? Why? I actually, we both feel amazing. We were so we saw Dana White did it, and then we started researching it. So he low key did it last week, and then I did it over the weekend. I'm starting to feel weekend? a little. I know. I was like, why not? I didn't want to do it while I had to work because I was like, uh. I didn't trust myself on the show if I hadn't eaten anything for three days. But yeah, Joe did it last week. Isn't that crazy? And you you didn't good? eat anything over Thanksgiving weekend? No. It's supposed to like give your whole body a reset. <laughs> That's incredible. Now I kind of want to I think try. I ate an I entire pumpkin pie. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't think you're supposed to do what we did. That's probably not normal. <laughs> I got to find out more about no. this cleanse. Right, I'm glad you're feeling great, Aaron. Thanks so much. Have a great show. All I like right. how first you were like, you didn't drink water for three days? It's a dehydration <laughs> diet. I'm going to dehydrate my body completely. <laughs> That's it for us. Here on the Daily Tip for Make You Up, presented by BetMGM. She's Chelsea. I'm Jinx. Have a great Monday. We'll see you. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.